Hi, folks. Barb McQuaid here. This is a recording of my latest cafe note, Case Closed. The January 6th committee will rest. As always, please write to us with your thoughts and questions at letters at cafe.com. Dear listener, when the January 6th committee completes its final hearing on Thursday, a fair question will be whether the members have made their case. The answer to that question depends on how you define their case. Critics of former President Donald Trump are likely looking for evidence that will convict him of crimes for his role in undermining the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. But investigating and prosecuting crimes is the job of the Justice Department, not Congress. For the legislative branch, the task is to conduct fact-finding and oversight to determine whether laws should be changed or funds appropriated to protect the national interests. In addition, the public hearings serve to provide transparency in government by educating the country about what's at stake when forces attack our democracy. In that task, the committee has exposed profoundly disturbing facts. Over the course of the hearings, committee members have presented evidence that Trump was well aware that the election results were not based on fraud, and yet took steps to overturn the outcome. We heard testimony that Trump and members of his campaign pressured officials in Georgia and Arizona to change the election results in his favor. Former DOJ officials described how Trump attempted to weaponize the Justice Department to legitimize false claims of fraud and persuade state legislatures to submit alternate slates of electors. We also heard the powerful testimony of two Georgia election workers whom Trump accused of fraud, turning their lives, quote, upside down. The committee members presented evidence of Trump's efforts to pressure Vice President Mike Pence to abuse his role to certify the election by rejecting votes from certain swing states and declaring Trump the winner. And, of course, we've seen proof that Trump summoned the mob to Washington on January 6th, exhorted them to go to the Capitol despite knowing some of them were armed, and then failed to call them off until after lives had been lost. The committee has indicated that Thursday's hearing will feature new material, focusing on Trump's role in attempting to overturn the election and threats to democracy going forward. One thing the committee has not yet established is a direct link between Trump and the physical attack on the Capitol. We've seen some troubling ties between his allies and the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, groups that have been charged with seditious conspiracy for their alleged efforts to use violence to thwart the lawful transfer of presidential power. For example, the committee has shown evidence of an encrypted group chat called Friends of Stone that included Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio and Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes. But we have not yet seen the content of those communications or even evidence that Stone himself participated in the chats. The committee also showed a December 2020 photo of Trump's former national security advisor, Mike Flynn, with Rhodes and another Oath Keeper, who was purportedly providing security for him. More direct evidence of an agreement to use physical force at the Capitol would be needed to tie Trump to the seditious conspiracy. But even if the January 6th committee is unable to connect Trump directly to the violence at the Capitol, that does not mean that the Justice Department will reach the same conclusion. DOJ has likely benefited from the work of the January 6th committee. For example, reporting indicated that prosecutors were surprised by the testimony of former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, 
who provided compelling details about the events of January 6th at the Ellipse and inside the White House. But DOJ has the ability to dig even deeper than the committee. That's because DOJ has investigative tools that the committee lacks, namely search warrants and the grand jury system. Search warrants enable DOJ to obtain property stored at someone's home or office, and even more importantly, the contents of phones containing encrypted text messages, group chats, and email messages. As demonstrated in the indictment against the Oath Keepers, which quotes defendants discussing their plans in detail, contemporaneous communications can be a goldmine for investigators. It seems likely that DOJ has the content of communications that the committee lacks. If there's a smoking gun text message, DOJ will find it. Grand jury subpoenas require witnesses to testify. Unlike congressional subpoenas, which are sometimes ignored by witnesses and unenforced by DOJ because of executive privilege, grand jury subpoenas are enforced regularly. Failure to honor a grand jury subpoena will land a witness in contempt or even jail. Appearing before a grand jury is sort of a truth serum. In a forum where lying is punishable by up to five years in prison, witnesses are incentivized to stick to the facts. Witnesses who invoke their Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination can be granted immunity and compelled to testify so long as prosecutors do not use their own statements against them. Prosecutors can also leverage potential criminal charges or a reduction in sentencing to entice witnesses to provide testimony about their co-conspirators. Three members of the Oath Keepers have already entered guilty pleas and agreed to cooperate. No one likes a snitch, but that's how DOJ makes its cases against criminal organizations. So as the January 6th committee convenes for its final hearing on Thursday, it's already achieved its purpose of exposing facts to undermine our democracy and demonstrating to the public in a compelling way the grave danger of election subversion. The members will leave it to DOJ to file any criminal charges. Held in the very same building where rioters sought to halt the peaceful transfer of power, these hearings mark the triumph of democratic institutions over anarchy. The committee has made its case. Stay informed, Barb.